Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Campbell. Campbell, can we talk about just for a moment, good and bad omens, and okay. specifically bad omens? So okay. this episode has been requested for us to an episode of us in which we've had a few drinks and continue drinking throughout the show. Yes, uh, something that that we have complied with. Um, yeah. I'm a couple of drinks in. I've got one in my hand. Uh, I'm sure you are as well, Nelson. Is that correct? Yeah, I've got it here. This is to prove that we're drinking. Hold on. Wait for it. Yeah, nice. Oh, <laughs> that's some sweet, sweet beer right there. So, also, this is what you have to do, okay, yeah. on the podcast where they're like, oh, we just have a few drinks, which really... Oh, okay, let's be honest. It's people that are alcoholics that are using the podcast <laughs> To, you know, just normalize their behavior. But um, this is something that is very common on that podcast, which is you have to drink your drink into the microphone, which nobody, <laughs> and I mean, nobody wants, nobody wants at all. But I'm going to do it because that's just the trope. Ready? Yep. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's lifted up a lot of bubbles. <laughs> so. <coughs> G- getting back to my point Sorry, here's bad the, omens Here's yes. the bad omen Is Take all of this into consideration With the fact that We just tried to record And had immediately Have to restart recording Because something immediately went wrong Yeah, yeah But it's fine Because good omens Cambo You said let's talk about Bad and good omens You had the bad omen Yep I have the good omen I I killed a rabbit And kept two of its feet <laughs> So they should they should balance out, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, poor rabbit there. God, it bled. It bled a lot. It's it's, it's was... interesting that you decided that one rabbit should suffer more rather than two rabbits that could probably survive with one foot missing. But no, no, no. Take them both. Okay. From the you want me to mutilate two rabbits, Camber? Do you think why not mutilate just one rabbit? Do you think it would be more fair if you had to have two human arms? To take both human arms from one person or one human arm from two people. Uh, yeah, I think that it's more humane to take yeah. one human arm from from two different people. Oh my god, I've killed, <laughs> I've just, I've mutilated this rabbit for no good reason. <laughs> it's a fine. I'll I'll eat him and it'll be fine. Anyway, uh, happy four years. Happy Campbell. four years. It's our fourth year. For those that are uh, just joining, yes, we we had a suggestion from Hazim last week that we 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 give crap to um, podcasts that do like uh, the just a it's like a regular podcast, but also they get drunk and like that's their theme. And so um, we he said maybe you should just do a drunk one. So we've been drinking for our four year. Anniversary. You've got the um, you've got the drunk like hiccup burps as well. <laughs> the, the thing is, I've been burping a lot, uh, which is problem. Also, what I consider uh, I didn't consider until now is because maybe these other podcasts edit right, mm. but we don't edit. And if I need to pee in the middle of this, you're gonna have to feel some dead air, Camper. This, okay, it's, it's, <laughs> it's my biggest fear, and I'm so glad you brought it up because when I drink, I have to pee a lot. Yeah, and our podcast. Yeah. Normally around an hour, but sometimes they do go a little, little, little bit over an hour. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll see. I, I've tried to strategically go to the bathroom just before we hit record. 
Yeah. Uh, and another thing, I think what we're doing here is we're just spelling out all the ways that we're not fun. But something yep. else you you reminded me of just before we hit record is you let out a big old yawn, and I just suddenly remembered. Oh, I get really sleepy. When, yeah, yeah. I drink. So all of this combined with the fact that we mumble at the best of times, we've got kind of a funny accent, and we've been drinking. Mm. I mean, you've asked for this, so <laughs> if that's why I, that's why I got the second rabbit foot cambe. <laughs> I knew one wasn't enough. Yeah, it is worth destroying one rabbit's entire life just to get this show <laughs> to an acceptable <laughs> level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm an angry drunk, so this should be interesting. <laughs> you know, what? I thought you were gonna say I'm an angry, I'm an angry drunk. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, Camber. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> okay, wait. We have to lean further into the trope. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Camber. Bring in about seven more people. First of all, what you what you need to do is you need to describe the drink you're drinking. Okay. Okay. Uh, say exactly what you know, what it's called, mm-hmm. what it's all about. Give its history, okay? And this is really important. You have to pretend like the listeners care, okay? <laughs> like nobody, nobody fucking cares, Campo. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares at all. But you have to pretend like th- this is life or death yeah. for the listeners. What? Also, then describe the flavor in a really poor. The the other thing is you have to pretend like you're some kind of savant. Of you know the alcoholic world, mm. and that your opinion on drinks is probably <laughs> the most important. Yeah, so yeah. if you could just sort of you know wrap that up in a nice bundle and hand it to listeners, that'd be great. Absolutely, and I get to I get to add one extra layer onto this, which is something I'm going to say that I'm going to try and make sound unique to me, but is I would say one in every five guys in our generation will say this exact thing, thinking they're mm. unique. Uh, but Nelson, I'm not much of a beer guy. I actually prefer a cider. Mm, yes, <laughs> yes, it's true. You yes. are shameful. Yes, yes. That's uh, how I describe it. Yeah, and you want to know about my cider, do you? Yeah, uh, well, I don't. The listeners <laughs> do. That's why they've tuned in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so it is a Mon Eth crushed apple cider, Nelson. Oh, crushed apple. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay. Describe the flavor, it's, Cambo. It, it's... You know how an apple is normally fully formed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. quite taste like it's fully formed. It, there's something that's happened to the apple. I can't quite put my finger on it. Okay. Uh, some pressure has been applied to the apple in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been mm-hmm. squished isn't the right word, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It, it I is get apple, it. but there's been some kind of pressure applied to it. Okay. Yes. And it's, it's, it's made of New Zealand apples, so obviously better and nicer than Australian apples. Are we get, well? Obviously, everything New Zealand is far better. Is it? Would you say it's more of a sweet taste or like a dry, crispy taste? Uh, this one is on the drier side, Nelson. Okay. But I have another one lined oh, up that is very sweet, uh, and I got this one as my secondary drink, knowing that I will lull at some point, and the sugar should help yeah. perk me up. Okay. Okay. Good. Good to know. God, I I've only just realised now how brilliant these podcasts are. <laughs> Because it's content, isn't it? It's really... It's it's easy content. <laughs> it's easy content. Um, let me tell you about my beer. I'm drinking beer, obviously, because I'm a real man. Mm. Not some sort of cowardly... I don't know, whatever and, and you uh, are. Just just as well, uh, you know, obviously a lot of our listeners are from the United States. So obviously, like, beer drinking is seen as, like, a manly thing. But specifically in Australia. 
if you don't drink beer. It, you really ostracize yourself from a whole subsection of men. Mm. Cambo is technically a girl in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I go to prison, reason. I go to women's prison. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at the courthouse and the judge... The judge and they'll be like, oh, what, what beer do you yeah, want yeah. while you're As on trial? trial <laughs> the judge will be like, you want a beer, mate? I'll get you a beer. I go, oh, actually... Yeah. I prefer uh, maybe a mixer. And they're like, oh, okay. You're going to have to rework this trial. They they give you a, a mandatory dress to wear, obviously, um, just so everybody is clear that you are not a beer drinker. Um, yeah, so I feel like... Uh, okay, all right. So I've got a... I went for something a little bit unique, Camo. It's a sour beer. Mm. It's called original sour beer. Well, this is the this is Isn't a great that thing. Genius? This is a great thing that you can say that makes you sound unique, but really again I would say the ratio is one in every five guys of our generation, which is mm. I'm actually into craft beers. Yeah, well this is like yeah, I mean that's it. That's this is a craft beer because it's just not your typical like, I don't know, normal be normal beer. Yeah. Um well, but um, Nelson, since you're anyway, an Australian bloke, wouldn't you be drinking Foster's beer? No, nobody. <laughs> in a, here's a here's a fun tip for you all mm. in other parts of the world. Foster's is like traditionally their most exported, I think, Australian beer. But like nobody in Australia actually drinks Foster's anymore. I really. don't even think it's regularly available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's far more of like an overseas beer than it is. Yeah. And yes, yeah, we have like uh, dra- like a Carlton draft draft beer. That's like the main sort of. Also, for the record, because I know this is uh, specifically in like the outback steakhouses around the world, we have no idea what a blooming onion is. What? Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> like I, I know it's a thing that gets associated with Australia for some reason in steakhouses is a dish called a blooming onion. But yeah. we don't know what that is. I mean, Bloomin' does sound like something that we'd say. Yeah, it's Bloomin' Awesome. It's Bloomin' Awesome. But a Bloomin' Onion. I don't understand it. Um, okay, let me read. This is what I'd like to do, Kim. I'd like to read now, the so side of the quickly, can. We're 11, because we're 11 minutes in. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> this episode is going to fly by. Okay, let me read the side of this can for you, Kim, sure. because this is where the real magic happens. <laughs> Celebrate good times and great people with this easy-drinking, thirst-quenching number. A refreshing acidity and bright tropical flavor make this summery beer infinitely crushable. Crushed! That's the word I was looking for for the apples! That was the thing. They've been crushed. You should have read the side at the bottle, Campbell. I probably said it. It says 100%. Crushed New Zealand apples. I should have just yeah, read well, that. that. It was right there. It was right there in the name. How about this, though? This is what gets me. The name, as I mentioned before, is Original Sour Beer. What a, ge- what a genius marketing ploy that is. Mm. Can we come up with any product that's, like, generic, right? Like, let's say we come out with a car, and we yeah. just call it the original car. <laughs> people, people are going to buy that. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, this is the original. This we'll is, get the original. This is equivalent to something that, that sometimes Stacey and I disagree on, uh, which is like small bakeries that have won awards for things. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, she, she said the one time, we always drive past this bakery on the way to her parents' house. And she said, you know, they've got the best, um, like, a slice. They've won awards for their slices and their pies and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, who gives these awards? Like, what are these awards? Because every yeah. bakery or every, like, local pizza store, anything you ever go into, they all have the best whatever from whatever arbitrary award, like, like body gives out yeah. this stuff. I never trust any of it. Who who is who is fact checking these awards <laughs> yeah. as well? well that's I would me, love like, to go into a pizza place and be like, "Oh, you've won the best, you know, pizza this August or something in the local area." I'd like to I'd like to check that out. Yeah. I'd like to understand where that came from. And I bet you it was just them. They were the only entrant. They started it. What th- that's we should thing. do that for the podcast, Camber. Well, that's the thing. After watching enough uh, of the television series Nathan for You, I've discovered how much of a scam a lot of these accreditations are. For instance, in one episode, he needs to give his own film like some kind of like accreditation or like some kind of like status. So he starts his own film festival, enters his own film into his own film festival and awards himself the best picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty good. That is pretty good. Um, where, now you know what we are, Nelson? We're the original podcast. Yeah, well, that's kind of funny, actually, because yeah. that might come up later on. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, like, that's not our title. Like, yeah, that's not the, that's name not of the our title. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, more on that later. But, but we are. The official podcast. We are the official. <laughs> po- oh, that's official podcast. Oh no, we could still be the original podcast. Oh yeah, yeah original. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, original. Yeah. Okay, we are the original <laughs> like the podcast. Idea. Let's just like, start wait. that. Do you reckon people? If we do enough episodes, let's say, let's say we get to like five hundred episodes. Yeah. Do you reckon we could say we're the original podcast, and people might be like, "Oh, that might be true." They've done like 500 episodes. Well, that's the There's thing is like Rogan is in the thousands by now. Does he title them in the... Yeah, he, he, he numbers he them. Numbers he numbers them? them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get him to stop. What's he? <laughs> He's done yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. He's got that Spotify money. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. that money probably really kind of guarantees that he can't stop. <laughs> I really... I think you could still He's up probably to, convince up to people. 1,538. Oh my Jesus fucking Christ! He's does he do him like does he do more than one a week? He probably does more I, than one a week. Yeah, I'm I'm not super familiar with his release strategy. It seems to me like he just does the whenever. A couple of days you off, do one here, maybe do two. Let's whack an extra two thousand on top of the episode number. <laughs> who's gonna Who's gonna stop us? Yeah, we'll who's claim that one to one oh eight are free, and then yeah. the the remaining two thousand are behind a paywall. That you yeah. can't access. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now we're oh, up to we're, 2000 or whatever. Let's make it $3 million, Cambo. Because for $3 million, right, if one person pays that much, we could grind through a 2000 episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll go, oh, we didn't tell you, but we did make them 10 minutes each uh, at this point <laughs> for, for years and years. Yeah. But I just like the idea that... Um, we haven't even got into Reddit on Reddit yet. I just love it's the fine. idea that... Uh, yeah, we started in what 2016, and and we'll just go. We're the original podcast, and just for people to go, you're just not. <laughs> yeah. The evidence, the evidence is there that you're not. But we'll just we'll really put our foot down that we are the original podcast. Exactly. So so you get the listeners. 
Oh, I can't believe it's getting to Reddit on Reddit. Are you sure? <sighs> we could uh, spend more time. About, we could talk about our drinks more. Well, I didn't describe the flavor. I didn't describe the flavor. Let me describe the flavor. I need a quick... Hold on, I need a into quick the sip. mic. Into the mic. Um, sour, mm. sour beer lives up to its name. Is I would that, say tropical imitation? hints of tropical. Is that an imitation sour beer you've got there? No, it's the original. Oh my mate. god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I can just imagine. Like Here's what I'm picturing: Hazim in his Tesla, not driving. Obviously, it's driving for him. Listening yeah, yeah. to this podcast, regretting suggesting. This Here's the thing This episode We're not getting any new listeners <laughs> we're, okay. We'll probably lose one to two regular listeners I'm fine with it <laughs> Honestly <laughs> um, But this is just for you Regular listeners uh, We're doing this for you Okay And if you don't like it Shut up <laughs> Anyway let's get into Reddit on Reddit this first one is by alias if eighty seven, uh, and it was in the subreddit. I don't know if it was originally posted here, but it was in the subreddit thirteen or thirty. This is one I've never ever looked at before. <laughs> so I didn't no. <laughs> um, it was a picture of it of a man, uh, and then it looks like a looks like a young boy. Cambridge. Well, I mean, the, the subreddit title would suggest that it's people that are older that look younger. Yes. True. Or vice versa. Right? Or vice versa. Um, but this is, uh, there's a little caption under this uh, young boy's uh, photo. It says, Dennis Vacheron, a man frozen in time, looks like a 14-year-old boy, but he's actually 32 years old. Due to a genetic malfunction, Dennis stopped aging sometime around his teens, but he is otherwise healthy. You know, this is this is the thing about Reddit, about how malleable and like for everyone this platform can be, which is someone said to him, "I want to post your story on Reddit, but I'm not sure where to post it." Someone goes, "Well, there's actually a subreddit about <laughs> yeah. people that are 30 but look 13." This, That's this probably exists. the perfect subreddit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, in fact, just last week, we spoke about literal shower thoughts. Yeah. Turns out that's a subreddit. <laughs> we, were, we were joking about that fact. And it's just like the, the one person was like, one of the posts is like, have I shampooed my hair yet? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> so true. Anyway, um, that's right. Here's what I'm thinking, Cambo. Is this or is this not the best uh, setup for a for uh, capturing outing pedophiles or not? Am I right? So this. So but the thing is, are you saying you lure them in with the idea that it's a thirteen-year-old, uh, thirteen, fourteen-year-old boy? Yeah. And then once they're there, go, "Ha! Huh, jokes on you! They're." 30 and you're under arrest because he thought they were 13 yes well yeah because i think like you could i mean the thing is you can't have people that are like 13 14 years old 
and actually try to there would be i i feel like there would be some moral uh you know problems with them trying to do some undercover work and and you know fish out some pedophiles mm. <laughs> but i feel like if you were older and you just looked younger then there's less moral ambiguity and the, uh you're it, fine and the thing is i don't know much about entrapment but isn't entrapment when you lure someone into committing a crime and then arrest them for the crime, which this seems like entrapment to be like, have the 13-year-old go out and be like, oh, come here, come here. I'm 13. And also, I don't know enough about the legality to be like, like, ha, you thought it was 13, but he's actually 30. And could they not go, well, then isn't that legally fine? <laughs> if anything, I de- like, <laughs> def- okay, on that last point, definitely not. <laughs> I'm well, pretty if sure someone you can't be like, I really want to have sex with somebody under the well, age of eighteen, and then what? when they turn out not to be, be like, oh, whew, you dodged a bullet. <laughs> I'm but, so glad that you were actually thirty because otherwise I could go to yeah, jail. Yeah. <laughs> no, what my point is is it's about I think who initializes. If you in, if you go out looking for a thirteen year old and find this person and then it turns out that they're thirteen, yeah, you're under arrest. But if they try and bring you in and they, they're mm. in like it's yeah, it's entrapment essentially. They're trying to get you to commit this crime. And then they're like, Huh, jokes on you, I'm not even underage, then I don't think legally they would have much to actually be able to prosecute you on. Whether or not morally you agree with that, which obviously we don't, anyone that's trying to seduce someone that young, but I think legally that is probably full of holes. I, I mean, no, it, it, this is what I know. Entrapment definitely depends on the way in which the, uh, you know, let's say officer uh, goes about trying to get the criminal. Okay, so if he went online and he was like, Hey, I'm 14 year old. Uh, boy, absolutely seduce me. Then that would probably be an entrapment. But if he was just um, like d- on chat websites mm. declaring these 14 year old boy, but without indicating at all that he's up, you know, for sexy times, then but then somebody tried to instigate it and tried to meet him. Then that's not entrapment. Yeah. Okay. In fact, okay, I actually know of this uh, of a particular case, right, where somebody tried to claim entrapment. There was a there was a guy who went uh, who had a an affair actually with a woman online. The woman was not um, underage, obviously, like just a I don't know whatever age woman she was. She was older, and. Uh, they had this like online relationship for like a year, a really long time. Mm-hmm. And they decided one day to meet up. And what happened was the woman out of nowhere said, Oh, uh, bring some like child pornography or something like that. S- along those lines. Standard stuff. Standard stuff. Standard stuff on a Tinder date, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and so this guy was like, oh, I'm not really into that, but I've built this relationship up with this woman for a year. Like, I'm really interested in her. And I don't think it was as blatant as, like, bring child porn. It was like, I don't know, a little bit more ambiguous than that. Anyway, he goes to meet this woman, and, and he brings a catalog, like a Target catalog that has 
kids in it, right? So they're not nude or anything. It's just like models, like child models that are in the in the catalog. And he gets there and the police bust him because the woman was actually an undercover cop the whole time and they were just trying desperately to get pedophiles online or something like that. And he claimed entrapment, right? Because yep. he was like, I had no intention of bringing this stuff, but like she asked me to. Uh, and he still got prison time because they said, well, you didn't have to bring the catalog. But because you did under that pretense, it means that you are guilty of this crime. Okay, so maybe this whole system works. Well, it, to me, it does. That's super fucked up. Like, yeah. I I feel sorry for that guy. Like, yeah. it's weird that he bought the catalog, but like, part of me is like, well, like, I don't know. If you're like super in love with somebody over a long period of time, and they say something again, I can't remember exactly how it was, but it wasn't like bring child porn. It was yeah. like I don't know something more ambiguous than that. Yeah, and it's like, and he brings a catalog thinking that he's going to see the love of his life, and it turns out that the whole time it was just a huge sham. It's like, what the? That's messed up. That is entrapment to me. But technically, they said, oh, it's not because you it, didn't. It's, have al- to it's also it. kind of gaslighting him as well a little bit. It reminds me of. It's like the the metaphor of this is a quote from the TV show Parks and Recreations. Yeah. In which um, Anne and Leslie, the two friends, Anne says, Leslie, you're very controlling. You've made me watch all the Harry Potter films, and I don't even like Harry Potter. She says, Anne, that's crazy. You love Harry Potter. You've seen all eight films. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is the equivalent to this being like, oh, bring some child porn. I'm not really into it. Bring it anyway. Okay, well, I guess here it is for you. Oh, so you love child Uh, porn. So you're (laughs) into it. Oh, I see. You disgust me. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it seems like. Popped another little drink here, Nelson. Uh, no, the thing is, yours doesn't have the satisfying. It doesn't. It, it, it really does. And that was like right into the microphone as well. Um, the thing is, over this conversation, I've what I've realized is we've accidentally invented the television series to catch a predator, which has been running for years. Oh, okay. Is it about a young boy, but it's, he's actually thirty? I want to say the guy's name is Chris Hansen, who hosts it, and they they put on like things on the chat rooms and whatnot kind of posing as young you know, young kim, kids or whatever mm-hmm. and they get people to agree to meet up with them in, in, in like at a certain location and when they get to the location they're ambushed with like cameras and chris hansen walks out being like well, well well what are you doing here and they always try and go oh just trying to meet up you know uh, you know uh it's it's a very very long-running very popular tv series right do they do anything can they convict what? them on that uh i don't know I've never, I've never actually seen it. All I've just seen the kind of the, the parodies and the memes of *To Catch a Predator*. I feel like you probably can't, right? It just seems like doing it for TV and not. But see, the, okay, this is next level because here's what you want to get: you want to get the smart pedophiles, okay? <laughs> that are like, <laughs> I'm not going to rely just on chat rooms. Yeah. I want like Snapchat videos. This this boy could do it. This boy man could do it. So in a way, he's the hero that we might secretly need but don't want to talk about. We don't. It's awkward to talk about. Yeah. We just sort of want him to do it by himself. <laughs> do, yeah, we'll, we'll be like, do it. Don't go on about it, obviously. He could be a vigilante. He could just do it on his own. You know? What would, you, what would, what would, what would his vigilante name be? Boy Man. 
It's technically true. It is technically true. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, boy, man, that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> it's simple and it's to the point. <laughs> and his arch nemesis, the diddler. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. Um, okay, Campbell, let's get into Ask Reddit. This Ask Reddit is by Face the Temmie. Uh, what random thing would your dream house have? What random thing would my dream house have? How random are we talking? Are we talking about small, inconsequential? Or are we talking about larger ticket items? The sky's the limit, Camo, is what I'm going to say. Dream house, I, I don't think it's any... I may even mention on the show, possibly, but uh, home theatre. Uh, and mm. my, my, my difference is always this. I don't necessarily mm. want a home theater. I want a theater in my home. Yeah. So you know how yeah, people yeah, get like, yeah, oh, yeah, I've got exactly. a 70 inch TV and a set of speakers. Look at my home theater. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about like a home theater. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Because home theaters kind of suck in general. I reckon yeah. you, you want to be, do, uh, how about the, do you want to be able to, uh, invite the general public along you know let's say that you got to the point you're so rich mm -hmm. you can organize to have um you know the the rights to like a new release film yep and then you can invite people maybe you still charge them tickets right it's like your own your own movie theater in your home mm -hmm. but would you invite people because i feel like some movies are much better enjoyed with like a, a crowd of people uh no uh, what okay. I want is like group of friends or family. Like, let's say maybe like it caters to eight, eight to ten. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. Like, like, like just a small. And here's the thing: maybe I will register myself as a theater, get the rights to a new release film, and then not let people come. Yeah, that's a good idea, Camper. Yeah. They'll Go, definitely oh yeah, let you. I, they'll I've, let you do that. I've got Black Widow. I'm gonna watch it, but you can't, general public. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I kind of disagree. I think part of the reason why I like, you know, a, a movie theaters is for those really huge blockbusters. Like I have, I have great memories of um, like going to see Harry Potter when yep. I was younger, and it was a full cinema at the the uh, VMAX cinema that I think had like not uh, it had been pretty newly built almost at this 700 time 700 odd seats yeah yeah 743 I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. if my memory I, I did yeah it, it is I do know the exact number also <laughs> but I just don't know how interested anyone else would be in that yeah. fact <laughs> yeah. This is not the episode, Canberra, for anybody else that needs to, like, identify with what's going on, okay? It's the drunk episode, right, okay? Right. We can 20, talk about whatever we want. It's not an episode screen. for anybody else. <laughs> um, 28 minutes screen, 12 house seats, Nelson. 12. Oh, my God, 12 of them. <laughs> but, Canberra, normally it's only four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little um, theater uh, joke for everyone. <clears throat> anyway, um... But like, and even the, you know, the big Marvel movies and stuff, yep. I actually really enjoy being in a crowd of people yep. that kind of laugh at those like, you know, funny, but like, I remember from event, like the first Avengers when the, when Hulk punches Thor, yep. 
that uh, unexpected moment. It was like a good, it just felt like good to be around a crowd of people that like also found that so funny. You know, it was like, I don't know, an enjoyable experience with more people. Yep. Here's the thing. I totally agree with you. I love that. I love like people that listen to this know that I love the movies and my favorite thing is going to the movies. What this is there to, I guess, uh, service is there's this increasing thing of movies that I really want to see being released exclusively onto streaming and, and whatnot. So mm. for example, uncut gems, uh, that was yep. a movie I was very, very excited about, but in Australia they sold it to Netflix and it never went to theaters at all. Mm. And I really, really, really was hanging out for that movie and I want to see it in a theater. So if I could go, not a problem, I'll go to my theater, put it on in my little theater. Uh, this, this is a way to kind of watch the movies that I'm really excited about that aren't for one reason or another going to theater. I love that experience that you're talking about so much, Nelson. Yeah. Because I want it to happen more often. Invite people though, Cambo. It's what I'm saying. Invite random strangers to enjoy the movie with you. You nah, fucking jerk. Just 10 to 8. <laughs> Well, okay. Um, what about you? What do you have? Uh, what would I have? Um, obviously, prostitutes. Yeah, is yeah. the is the number one thing in my dream house. Okay, I'm obviously not paying them. <laughs> now, Nelson, just before we get onto the prostitutes, yeah. remind me, we had a scam at one point that involved a room full of people in seats. And we what? were barging in and out of rooms to try and catch things happening. And I don't... If anyone can remember what I'm talking about, it was... I don't know what the context was, but it involved a room full of people in seats that we would randomly barge into the room and try and catch them in the act of something. If anyone can remind me what we were talking about. for that at all. Because we were okay. quite excited about that idea. And maybe I'd want it in my dream house. <laughs> okay <laughs> I like that you're not even entirely sure what the idea is <laughs> But I just remember our excitement about the idea at the time But no recollection of the idea itself Okay, yeah this, uh, Okay, this has gone to another level then My dream house would include experiments <laughs> That I want to conduct <laughs> Um. Yeah, okay I, Because uh yeah I, I imagine that's very much similar to what um you know michael jackson's house was hmm. just an experiment with children <laughs> uh i think you know who knows what went on there we don't know no i think we, know. we don't know maybe if we had a boy that looked 13 but was actually 30 Probably could have found out some more information. Boy Man could have blown this whole thing wide open. <laughs> Boy Man, Boy Man is what we needed um, in the world uh, at that time. But yeah, okay. I think uh, like just the the idea of an evil lair, you know, something right. underground. Yeah, this is what I want. Yep. I want people to go into my house and it to be like an, a little shack, and they're like, "This is rubbish." But pull down the candlestick, the candelabra, Cambo, explodes you, exposes itself to a whole new world. Because that's like the coolest thing ever, right? Like, sure, yeah, I'd have a pool and a tennis court and a home theater and a huge kitchen and a billiard room or whatever. I'd have all that. But that's just generic shit that anybody can have. But 
if it's secretive, you know, that idea of going down into some subterranean lair, that is cool. Mm. That is really, that's what you want from a house, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I like the idea of it's a secret compartment. Like it's a, it's a whole thing that people don't get to see. Normally it's all about flexing, right? Like if I had a home theater, everyone's like, oh, isn't it fancy? He's got a home theater. But yours is you don't want anyone to know what you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because um, you'd go, oh yeah, obviously this is all my pool or my tennis court or whatever. That's my little shack. Nothing going on in there. Never mm. go in it, obviously. Don't go in there. Don't pull down the candelabra. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do then, go in there, which I told you not to, and you do pull down the candelabra, which again, I've told you not to, don't yeah. go down the staircase. Don't, don't, <laughs> hey, hey, this is really important. <laughs> don't touch any of my prostitutes. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the important part of my, my dream house <laughs> is that they're my <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's another one. This is by uh, this was cross posted to us by Metaphor, uh, but it was originally by the Forever Alone one. <laughs> You're cursed with the ability to see ghosts, but you can only see either a sexy ghosts that are constantly trying to get you hard at all times. In brackets, you can't feel anything, or b smart ghosts that always correct you in a condescending way to make you feel stupid. What? Which do you choose, and why? Uh, here's the thing with my ghosts I don't want sexy ghosts mm, sexy because mm. go- that might ruin just the, the the very idea of sexiness itself you know right. it could be kind of tainted because maybe like you're, you're a single man Nelson maybe later yeah. down the line you met a sexy woman she's trying to seduce you and you're like oh this reminds me of what the ghost does yeah yeah there and- is literally a ghost next to you <laughs> doing is- this is and doing at, at, at no time I think do you want that to be compromised mm. but a condescending ghost that tries to make you feel dumb that's the listeners of this show to us every week yeah we already live in this world yeah, yeah, yeah. so I feel like what's one more in the herd <laughs> I think that uh, well uh, yeah for the same okay wait first I need to ask this question mm-hmm. okay Kemba, you give me this the answer to this in this world Yep. That we potentially live in, where this is uh, something that I have to choose between. <laughs> yeah. Is Sarah Michelle Gellar still alive? Yeah, is that one of those ironic kind of, mm. uh, or is she twist close to story? death? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it one of those like kind of the the tragic twist in a story where you like, all right, I'll be haunted by a sexy ghost, and like, all right, well, Sarah Michelle Gellar has died, so you'll be haunted by her. Mm. And at first you think it's going to be all good because you're like, I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. But then yeah. you realize you can't touch, you know. Mm. It's, it's just, it's, that means, it, is it a, an inevitability always? I don't know, because honestly, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not going to have my chance with Sarah Michelle Gellar right now as yeah. it is. On the mortal plane on that the, we live on now, of yeah. the living, it's not living. going to happen. But if she happen. crosses to a different plane, the plane of the dead, yeah, she might be super into me. And <laughs> <laughs> sure, I don't, you know. She's like, now that I'm dead, I'm not into abs anymore. And you're like, oh, that's good, actually. That's real good for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a bit of a pot belly. Are you into that? <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh, my God, this is perfect. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't need the, uh, you know, the physical connection. Kemba, I know you're a sex fiend, obviously, <laughs> but I don't need that. I just need some attractive-looking ghosts. That's all, <laughs> I, that's, uh, that's all I need. Okay, but the smart ghosts, I think, is definitely the better answer because you can... Because I feel like you become more intelligent by default. Well, this is my thing. My smart ghost, you know the first thought that crossed my mind, which I think is very on brand for this podcast, is you could cheat on so many tests. You could cheat on so many tests. You go put down the wrong answer and like, <laughs> you imbecile. Obviously, yeah, yeah. C. You're like, oh, yeah. cool, thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you got me again. Yeah. Oh, mark that All you down. need to do is make sure you answer the wrong way every time on a test, and he will correct you. Yeah, exactly. And by doing this, right, let's assume that you would, you would then learn and you increase your intelligence mm. over this uh, period of time. Then they can't be condescending. Or, if you end up being smarter than or as smart as the ghosts, they or, can't be condescending. I don't know what the rules of this world are. The smarter you get, do they also increase their knowledge? Therefore you can keep getting even smarter and smarter. You end up being the smartest like, person in you, the world. You, you'll never necessarily catch up. But say yeah. they're at like IQ. Let's say your IQ is like 60. So therefore theirs is 90. And eventually your IQ becomes 90. So then theirs mm-hmm. goes to 180. So then yours goes to 180. So then theirs goes to 200. You know, can oh you God. just keep evolving like that? You could be the smartest man in the universe. Yeah. You could be smart man and team up with boy man <laughs> and take on all the pedophiles, yeah, Kambu. Yeah. You come up mm. with the smart ways to catch him and then he is the bait. Yeah. Then he does his thing. Well, solved it. We've solved that problem. I think is definitely what that was. Um... We should probably move on, Kambu. Let's get into Today I Advice. Oh, my so God. So now it's time for... Today I learned. And also sometimes advice. This today I learned is by Malatargarian. <laughs> today I learned in nineteen eighty nine a man placed a thirty pound bet that as of January first, two thousand, you two would still be active. Cliff Richard would be knighted, East Ended would still be a weekly BBC show, and Neighbours and Home and Away would still be on British TV. He was given odds of 6,479 to 1, and in January 2000, collected £194,400. Nice. That, that is some great forethought. That is genius. I actually love that idea. And what surprises me so much about the gambling world is how you can just bet on fucking anything. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's like, ways for you to do that. Um, but I thought so, what's interesting is, Cam, but is there a prediction that you might well, want to... Yeah, uh, I'm trying to... You know, so, what was the year that he put the bet on? 1989. Okay. The so, year I was born. Yeah, yeah. So, that's, that's 21 years. So, we're talking about 2041. That we, we, yeah, we need to be okay. predicting for 2041. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, this show will still be going, obviously, because we're cursed to do the show forever. D- definitely, yeah, yeah, still going, still going. Uh, will it have improved? No. Um, no, not at all. 
How about how about uh, Vladimir Putin is still <laughs> the leader of Russia? <laughs> that's a pretty I, safe bet. Yeah, that's yeah. maybe too yeah. safe. Yeah. Our odds yeah. don't go up that much uh, from that bet. <laughs> America will not have universal health care. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, good, good one. Um, because you're like, because in your back of your mind, you're like, surely, surely it would happen. They've had 21 years to do it anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's been many, many a year. Um, okay. Uh, how about, this is what, this is what I think, uh, something along the lines of New Zealand will become a better like a, a a um more of a influential country mm. well by then the, in, they, in they the, like in the world their 100 renewable green target their target is i believe for 2030 no 20 2040 with a uh they're, they're checking in on 20 in 2030 to make sure they're on track for 2040 Right. I mean, why aren't they renewable. why aren't they checking in every year? <laughs> yeah, no, let it go. It's the yeah. New Zealand way. Just let yeah. it go for a while. We'll check okay. back. Yeah, yeah. Because every time they do, they're like, "We checked back. It was fine." I think what happened was they read the book, The Secret, um, well, and they were I, like, "If you just hope that it happens, <laughs> well, then it'll eventually happen." And I, like, let's all just hope that this will happen, and to just you know focus our energy on thinking it will happen, and we'll check it on twenty thirty to see if we've actually made any progress. <laughs> um, yeah, I should maybe rephrase. In twenty thirty, they assess whether or not twenty forty is still the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I get. I get. No, it's just mess. No, I don't think you did. I'm the ghost condescending you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, right. So, yeah, because I feel like New Zealand, I don't know, they're just on top of stuff, you know? Actually, maybe not, I don't know, maybe not New Zealand. How about something crazy? Like maybe America isn't the superpower anymore. Is okay. that crazy? Is that a crazy bet? It's becoming In increasingly less crazy. It does seem that way, doesn't it? I don't know. It, it's It's hard to... That that's a tough one. I feel mm. like that'll increase our odds a lot, mm. but it's not totally out of the question. Yeah, China still won't have acknowledged Tiananmen Square. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely that's not. Awesome. Will they still have concentration camps? Gambo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Probably. Will there be another war because of that? Maybe we could bet bet on. Oh my god, this is Cambit. This is what we do. Okay, we bet on a World War Three. Like fuck everything else. We just yeah. bet on a World War Three, yeah. right? Again, anybody's going to be like, oh, the chances of that happening are going to be so slim. So they said right? after the first one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that'll never happen again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and finally enough, so shortly after, so did it happen again? <laughs> um... <laughs> But all we need to do, as far as I understand, is uh, we make that bat- bet. Then we um, then we assassinate some sort of duke, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I'm pretty sure that will initiate World War Three. So, see, so Duke, who was Franz Ferdinand? Was he a duke? Uh, Something else. He had a different title. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. The guy from Hungary. The guy from Hungary. It wasn't a yeah. It wasn't a duke. He was like a. Something. So, anyway, he, he was someone of power and note. Is is the Cliff Notes version? 
But yeah. here's the thing. Here's what's genius about your plan here, Nelson. Obviously, yeah. we don't want World War Three. Okay, that's simple. But if it yeah. happens, we can yeah. hate. It's yeah, like, it's like yeah. an insurance. Oh. It's like we don't want war as much as the next guy. We hate war. Yeah, yeah. But if it happens, we're getting paid big. But yeah, if it happens, I want all the money. Yeah, because yeah. then I'll be fine during the war. Actually, that is a genius thing. What if you just for your whole life Nelson. you make bets on things that you don't want no, to no. happen? Nelson, Nelson, I've got one. Yeah. Let's start a company that sells war insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my god so people pay a yearly fee like they would for insurance and if a world war breaks out they yeah. then get a lump sum of money to help them through the war oh my god that's pretty genius camera yeah. and war like, insurance stipulation is it must be a world war i feel like small micro wars <laughs> break out all the yeah, time yeah. if you're in like libya it yeah. doesn't count <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh my God, that's genius. Or it does we count, can... but the premiums are insane. Like you're, you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're in a war-prone country, oh boy, it is. But if you're in somewhere like Canada, like pfft, you're fine, man. <laughs> so, uh, or Italy, or Italy. If you're, if you've, if you've been in a neutral country in the past, yeah. That's it's what I mean. Fine. Let's go to all the neutral countries and go, <laughs> yeah. look, here's the thing is, you know, you're not paying much per year because it's so unlikely, but if it does happen, you're covered knowing that really, they're yeah. not going to go to war. They're never going to, because your country specifically has to be in the war. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, just yeah. abstain <laughs> from the world war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although it could be a problem that let's say we have like, 80% of the Italians issue, uh, you know, insured with our war insurance. Mm -hmm. Now, and the World War Three breaks out. I'm like, oh, sorry, you're not part of the war. You don't get the payout. The amount of demand that will come from that country to then be involved in the war so that they get the payout is quite high. <laughs> it's the risk that we take. Yeah, this is you good. Know? This is good. We thought that we'd have a safe kind of middle in the man you know just can't can't tr trust those switzerland people either you know <laughs> they're their, um, their little knives exactly um okay genius let's do it i mean that's life insurance though isn't it it's like i don't want to die but if i do at least somebody gets some money oh, yeah. out of it yeah exactly but you get the money because of war that's our pitch yeah, because of war yeah 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 I like it. Here's the Surely billboard, we Nelson. Could, can it's you us, do that? Surely us. we could do that. <clears throat> Nelson, here's the billboard. It's us, back-to-back, -back, arms folded, obviously, in suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Says I didn't, war, I didn't Nelson and Cambo's war insurance. It's yeah. like life insurance, but you get the money because war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you... All our ads are like, don't you hate it when and you... Then, when you get life insurance but you don't get the money yourself <laughs> and then and then on the billboard little gold foil kind of icon saying the original insurance yes oh my god 
the original war endurance. Can we do this? Is this a thing that we can do, Cambo? I mean, I feel like out of all our ideas, hmm. this one makes the most sense. <laughs> because obviously we have a standing order for people not to steal our ideas. But if you think you can help us implement this idea, do get in touch and we're happy to yeah. cut you in. Insurance is the biggest scam overall. Yeah. And I feel like we could definitely capitalize on this. Because all the people that sign up for this would be like doomsday preppers at the very least, mm. right? And there's a decent amount of those. And they, for some reason, have so much money because they build those really super fucking expensive bunkers. Yeah. Here's but the like, thing, Nelson. I feel like this, similar to... We've got a franchise in Australia called... Uh, it started as Jim's Mowing. A guy called Jim started a company and he's franchised it. And now there's Jim's everything, right? Jim's dog wash. Jim's, I don't know, pipe cleaning. Like, whatever it is, Jim's there's, will cover it. There's like uh, Jim's smoke detector yeah. tester. So <laughs> I, I feel like we can do that for insurance of of crazy things. So it's like we start with Nelson and Cambo's war insurance. But maybe yeah. we're selling moon insurance. Go, okay, look, if anything ever happens to the moon, you're getting paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how important the moon is to <laughs> the world? You can trust the tides, mate. Can you imagine if that thing went away? Oh, my God. But... Big payday for you. <laughs> to what extent are we saying it, Gambo? Because if the if the moon explodes, the world ends. Yeah, yeah. Right? But we're hoping for people that don't put those together. Now, so okay. we're not going for the top one percent here. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Because the people that uh, take out moon insurance have also taken out our asteroid insurance policy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. Let's go with uh, world-ending yeah. calamity insurance. <laughs> it's expensive, you know? but if the world ends, you are covered. <laughs> Oh boy, you are going to heaven with a lot of more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right, Gambo, I think we should move on to shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought was also cross-posted to us by Metaphor, but it was originally by Hash255. It's okay to kick a pregnant woman as long as it's from the inside. <laughs> Here, here's what I think. It's okay to kick a pregnant woman if she's about to commit a crime. Okay, so say this pregnant woman. It, it, I would say it depends on the crime. Jaywalking, maybe don't kick the pregnant woman. Well, just a little in the shin. <laughs> but if Damn she's it. about to commit genocide, kick her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sakes, That's a, Really, I think it's, a, it's the severity of the kick more than anything. And also, does it become at a point the, similar to the trolley problem, right? Mm. You can take, like, you know, the, you got the trolley, it's going to run over someone, or if you, it's going to run over like six people, or if you divert it, it'll run over one. One, you're kind of responsible for, et cetera, et cetera. People, I'm sure people are familiar with the trolley problem. Yeah. Does it become similar with like the pregnant woman that you really need to kick to stop her killing more than the people she will give birth to? Is that when it becomes similar to the trolley problem where you're like, you need to think about how many people are being saved here? Okay. Kevin, this is what it comes down to. But see, I think the thing is as well, kicking a pregnant woman doesn't necessarily mean death. It doesn't even necessarily mean... It's and just that it's morally wrong, right? So I think that you need to get the right sort of crime in between, you know? Mm. Like, if she's going to rob a bank, right? Mm -hmm. 
Do you kick the pregnant woman? Theoretically, wow. not going to, you know, kill anybody. Mm. But pretty big crime. Yeah. Yeah, I see and I'm saying. not saying, and you can kick her in the head. Like, don't kick yeah, her in the belly. That seems pretty yeah. fucked oh, up. Yeah, kick, kick, kick her in the shin. Kick it's, her in the it's shin. It's not going to harm the baby, but it will incapacitate for just a moment. Why she goes, oh, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy to just kick her in the head. <laughs> if I'm going to be, honest. I'm just, I'm just okay. trying to go for ease. Kicking in the head is actually quite difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. That's true. That's true. That's. Uh, I'd have to practice my kicking. Of pregnant women to uh, really pull this one off, <laughs> um, but I think you need the yeah the crime to match the kick. Mm. <laughs> That's our policy. Yeah, the crime must match the kick. <laughs> it's uh, that's how we that's how we decide. <laughs> um, anyway, here's another one. This is by Bludger Forty Two. Our bodies are weird. We can be struggling to stay awake and drifting off to sleep on the couch, but as soon as we go to bed, we struggle to fall asleep and are wide awake. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't think personally that this is that weird because you, like, if you're on the couch and you're in a very lethargic situation and your brain is starting to shut down and then you go, oh, I better go to bed, you get up, you stimulate your brain you're pr- let's be honest, you're probably like, I'll just turn this bright fucking phone screen on in my face for a little bit as well. So your brain suddenly like kicks back in, so it's got to resettle down. Yeah, I, don't, I still find it like strange. Maybe it's, I don't know. Not, saying that it's weird is maybe not right. But like, I, I, I this happens to me all the time and it kills me. I'll be on the couch falling asleep and I feel like I can fall asleep so easily on the couch. But it's annoying because it's like, well, the TV is normally going. And uh, and if I actually fall asleep, then like some loud noise happens on the TV and I wake up instantly. That's normally what annoys me the most. So I'll be like, okay, I'm falling asleep now, so I'm going to, to go to bed. And then I won't, I, like, I won't look at my phone or anything. I'll just like stumble to my bed and lie down. And then I'm like, well, wide awake again. How the fuck did this happen? But it's I, so annoying. Look, here's the thing. When, we've said this before, funnily enough, but we're not brain doctors, as mm. we've very much cleared up that they are called brain doctors. Yes. But I would think that even just the act of kind of like transporting your body obviously does something to like fire up, you know, like nodes in your brain. Even if you really try not to, you, you, you physically, you pick your body up. You think there's a thought process into like going there, getting into bed and whatever. And just even by doing that, I'm sure that there's things that fire up that then take a time to really settle back down. Cause you're going mm. from one state to the other and that takes time. Here's a solution. Sleep on the couch. Put your Turn bed the TV in off, the lounge on the couch. Put your ba- bed in the lounge room. Camper, I still want to go to bed. <laughs> you know, why doesn't anybody do that? Now that I think about it, is that genius? Have I just come up with a genius idea all of a sudden? I think you've come up with the way that most bachelors live. Some kind <laughs> of fold out bedroom couch, in the lounge room. some kind of fold out couch that turns into a bed. They're just like at no, night. They're like, I'm just going to no, do no, the no, couch. No. I want a proper bed <laughs> right. in the lounge room. I don't want. I don't want just a couch that, you know, folds out into a 
I went like, oh my god, this is genius. Hmm. I got a bed in every room. Why don't you have a bed in your bathroom? Why don't you just add a TV to your room? Uh, yeah, I could do that too, but it's not like where I'm, you know, during the day, I'm not normally in my bedroom. That's only out of habit. Yeah. Because there's no TV in there. Change my habit. Mm. Do you need any other rooms in your bedroom? (laughs) You need a bedroom, maybe like facilities, you know, a bathroom, shower. Fridge uh, in the corner. Yeah, but like, like bathroom, shower, laundry in a separate room. They can all be in the one room. I don't care. But then mm. everything else is just the everything room. Can you have a? Be- I I slept in a in a hotel room once that had I could literally I could pee into the toilet from the bed. <laughs> so it's possible to have it all in the one place. Okay. Can be. I was more thinking of like, like a smell. Yeah, we just like, don't do any stinky poos. Well, that's what I mean. Like sometimes, <laughs> let's say you've had a couple of drinks and done a podcast, Nelson. Yeah. And you've gone to the bathroom, and if it's a particularly bad bathroom trip, I I would like the ability to close the door and mm. not have that stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Call okay. me fancy, if you will, but okay. I would just rather a toilet with a closable door. Yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose you could still. Do that. I mean, there's like en suites that exist, right? You just have one separate room with a bathroom. We've done it. We've done it, Canberra. Just one. <laughs> we're going to create houses that are just one, two rooms a bedroom and an ensuite. Yeah. <laughs> We've done it. Here's another one. It's by Shkree. Death is a fail safe mechanism. If you ever get stuck somewhere, you cannot exit. Imagine being immortal and just stuck somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I that is a problem with immortality if you think about it because wouldn't you be so much more cavalier if you couldn't die yep. as well yep I'd be so just cavalier th- if I knew I couldn't die yeah uh, like even just small things like I'd never look before I crossed a road yeah <laughs> yeah that's a really good I just point. wonder actually yeah there's no consequence no I would check out the bottom of mine shafts, Cambo. Somebody's got to check it out. <laughs> There's some cool stuff down here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all this mining getting, equipment they've just left. Getting stuck down there, that's the problem. Mm. That is the problem. Do you think there's an immortal person that lives somewhere that's just stuck? Jesus, we haven't seen him for so long. <laughs> Did anyone check Cambo? the cave? Yes, famously they checked the cave. Okay, good. That's cleared. Yeah. I mean, wasn't, yeah, that's the thing. His tomb originally was closed by a boulder, mm. right? Or something like that. And they uh, removed it. He got rid of it or something. What if this time he just couldn't, he couldn't move the rock? He tried to do it again. Way. Something went wrong. 127 hours style. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't get out of the tomb. I bet he's trapped in a gorge somewhere. Mm. If you've got a gorge near you, just check. Check it out. Check it. If there's big boulders, try to move them out of the way. We know that boulders. No boulders. Normally, he can get out of. Famously, boulders aren't a problem, but gorges. Mm. That's a whole other cup of tea. Do you think Jesus has um, a weakness, much like Superman? Yeah, crucifixion. <laughs> no, he was fine with that. <laughs> he got up the next day camping. Well, it took him. Yeah, it took him three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what I'm just saying, like what if uh 
you know, I don't know. What if he's like allergic to raspberries? And wherever oh, he is right now, good. there's a raspberry yeah, plant that's, that's the sapping thing. Maybe, his power. Maybe people were going too big. They're yeah. like, take this, Jesus. All of man's sin. He's like, not a problem. Absorbed it. They're like, oh, damn, we thought that would get him. Try this. Uh, <laughs> you know, have this, this uh, odd fruit. And then suddenly he's got rashes everywhere. Yeah. I think that's what did it. Maybe he's, he's lactose intolerant. A, we don't know. He could be lactose intolerant. Just had some bad milk. So I think, so I think happened. Uh, anyway, I think maybe we should go into uh, podnapping. Ah! Oh my god, I'm being podnapped! Podnapping. This is podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a segment for a number of podcast and we do it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That was the worst one yet. <laughs> I missed a bit. We take a segment or a topic of conversation from another podcast and we do yes. that stuff. So this week, I actually thought what, what I wanted to do is uh, we have a little Discord set up for the show. And mm. on the Discord, we have a separate uh, channel uh, just for podcast suggestions. So I wanted to yep. use one of the podcast suggestions. This one comes from Old Mate CN. You know what, Nelson? That's a bloody, CN. That's a bloody cool nickname. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. need to let everybody know that it's spelled S E E E N. Yeah, yeah. C N. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But you she, just say C N. She no. did <laughs> sign off on that stylization, so that is how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. How it's, how I it's like spelled. how I just side note how disappointed C N was at their nickname. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was pretty funny. Our old mate C N said, "There's a podcast called the Official Podcast." They used to do a thing called Things We Like Corner to bring up the mood at the end of every show. Just uh, just went through everyone and brought up something from the past week that they really loved, be it a change in their life, an announcement, or just a new game, etc. Very wholesome. Um, so I thought we, we could try this. So I did listen to an episode of the official podcast. Very clever what they've done there. Not the original podcast. Not the original, but the official. They've got yeah. us there. They're more official than us. Mm, we are the most official Reddit-based podcast there, aren't we? We are the most official, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't check that. <laughs> and also, don't let Reddit know. Don't, for God's sake, don't let Reddit know. <laughs> so, uh, things we like corner is what we want to cover here. Just things from the week that, that we have discovered or have been doing. Things that we want to bring up and mention to bring up the spirit of the show, which is much needed in this episode because it's been a sloppy mess. Uh, yeah. Would you like to go first, Nelson? Uh, sure, I can I can go first. Firstly, I'd like to talk about my original sour beer. <laughs> can be? Let me read you from the can. Celebrate good times and great people with this easy drinking, thirst quenching number. A refreshing acidity and bright tropical flavor make this summery beer infinitely crushable. That's been the highlight of my week. Are you sponsored, so, Nelson? Well, I'm not sponsored, but uh, it's great beer. It's great beer, and they Except- should give me money. Um, no, okay, this is my real one. This is my real one. Uh, mine are both. I have two kind of TV shows that I've been watching actually um, and one of them is Cobra Kai which uh, for those who don't know it's a Netflix I think it's a Netflix original series I think well funny uh, enough with Cobra Kai is Cobra Kai came out about two to two and a half years ago 
but the problem was that it was a YouTube original. Oh, it so, was. Oh, so that's right. It was. It was you, YouTube original. Sorry, you had to be subscribed yeah. to YouTube Premium. So not many people watched it, even yeah. though all accounts were. It was very good. And yeah. this is the power of Netflix. Is as soon as it's now on Netflix, everyone's going. Have you seen Cobra Kai? It's great. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry, you're you're right. I totally forgot. I did know that it was a, on a YouTube thing ages ago. So I remember because I remember hearing about it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I might watch that." And then I just like it. It, it wasn't even that I couldn't do it. It's just like I forgot about it because nobody fucking knows about any YouTube original <laughs> shows ever. You know, it just like doesn't come up in a regular circulation of uh, shows like watch. But uh, so, yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, if you're like me and you were born in the, you know, late 80s, early 90s, and you grew up with Karate Kid as being, uh, you know, one of the cool films that you watched when you were younger and did karate moves in the house for many a time. Did you do the one legged kick? Oh yeah, I did the one-legged kick. Yes, um, the like this is a continuation of that. Years, years, years after, it's basically when the uh, it follows the lives of uh, so Danny the Karate Kid. He like beats the bully in the first uh, in in the first movie with the help of Mr. Miyagi, uh, and so then it uh, this TV show is about that bully and his life now and how he's a bit of a He's a huge mess, but then he decides to start Cobra Kai again, which is like kind of the karate dojo that he, uh, you know, started with. And, um, uh, and, and they just, there's kind of this bully mentality about the dojo, but he's kind of a changed person. And it's just like this really interesting, it's, I just really love it. It does have a, as an element of like a, um, like a Disney-esque after-school special type genre to it. But at the same time, it's a bit more... It's kind of aimed at, at older an older generation as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and has a lot of just stupid kind of jokes uh, uh, that relate to, like, the, the Karate Kid movie. And Here's, and what, really I, here's what I like about the idea of it, is... Uh, I like an idea that seems like a, a bit of a weird premise that you wouldn't traditionally think would be the sequel. Like, I don't like the idea of, like, Solo. You know, that Star Wars movie where it's about Han Solo? Because you're like, yeah. he's already, like, he gets so much attention already. But if you were like, we're going to retell uh, Star Wars from the point of view of one particular single stormtrooper, suddenly I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I yeah. think so. The, the other example I can think of is... Um, the movie Creed, where they're like, we're going to make a Rocky sequel, but it's actually not from Rocky's point of view. It's from the point of view of the son of someone that Rocky fought in yeah. the Rocky movies. That's a really odd point yeah. of view, but it made for a really interesting movie because you recontextualize a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's made it really interesting. It's one of those uh, uh, shows, actually, that reminds me of the Titanic, where... You, if you actually take a look back on it, and uh, I can't, I can't remember the characters' names, but you know, um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio like takes the fiance mm. of the wealthy guy, 
but the, the other guy's like, he didn't do anything wrong. Uh, <laughs> he, he's he's a bit of a bastard. He, he, did, he isn't he, it like isn't it like he didn't really do anything look, that bad? He he just no no no. I think you've been influenced by me and he our looks he looks down <laughs> who, who, on. Uh, no, I've heard this as like a thing, like a theory. Well, I mean, he he uh the the okay, just to explain the movie Titanic briefly, Kate Winslet's character Rose is engaged to Billy Zane's character and then she meets Leonardo DiCaprio. But the, the the whole premise behind it is she doesn't want to marry him, but her mother is like, "He is the man you're going to marry because they're going to make our family wealthy." So she doesn't love him. He doesn't respect her. She, he has her as like a trophy wife. Uh, he strikes her at one point in the movie. He hits her across the face. He's very controlling, very demanding. And then she meets this young man who she does love. But because of, you know, the societal pressures, the point is that she she never wanted to marry him. She's been forced into this and she's choosing her heart over her head, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. Yeah. I think that you, I, you've I, been I, somewhat poisoned I, I've by... Missed the Stretch point. and I have had a campaign for many years <laughs> that Billy Zane in Titanic has, has a really tough time. But it's always I, been in jest. I've obviously missed the point where he hits her because yeah, yeah. that's it's pretty. That's it's, it's a pretty strong uh, grip of that. Yeah. No, but I thought that otherwise he like just because she doesn't like want the marriage, it's still like he's not the bad guy. But obviously, yeah. if he hits her, yeah, he's yeah, probably yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, the point of this one is uh, a similar thing where it's like they they show clips of the original karate kid movie mm-hmm. and uh there's this joke of like well he if you if you look at them from an outsider perspective he didn't really do anything that wrong like he was you know got angry at like the love interest you know one that was like his girlfriend that then the karate kid kind of uh you know wooed and he was like angry about that but if you look at the scenes, it's like he gets angry at her once, but like, you know, doesn't hit her or anything. And you're like, you know, couples have arguments. That's a thing that's a thing that exists. And and when you look at it from this out by perspective, you're like, oh, the, the karate kid was kind of a dick. And he just like came in and, you know, like they, they could have had a really good relationship. And uh so it's yeah, it was a funny perspective. Um but anyway, and the other one was uh, the Umbrella Academy. I've been watching because season yep. two came out not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been watching that. And that's uh, really great. It's got, it stars Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. It's very, uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird and interesting. Season two wasn't as good as season one. but uh, And I there's find... definitely one of those things where you have to suspend the disbelief of time travel. If you, right. if you if you th- try to think about it at all, it yeah. falls down just instantly. So uh, you just have to enjoy it for what it is. I find the evolution of the Umbrella Academy really, really fascinating because uh, I was I was quite into comic books in high school. And when the Umbrella Academy first came out, it was really dismissed because it's written, is it created by Gerard Way, who is the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. And everyone was like, what's this My Chemical Romance guy doing trying to be a nerd, trying to write comics? And it was kind of like, I would say, very early opinion was, oh, whatever, this guy's like a a musical poser, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Because, you know, the comic industry is nothing if not like elitist. Yeah. And then as the years have gone by, I feel like people have actually gone back and read it and been like, no, this is pretty interesting. 
And yeah. now I feel like it's actually seen as quite an interesting, good comic. The other yeah. thing I find interesting is Gerard Way has always said that his favorite comic book is uh, the Doom Patrol, which is, uh, tell me if this sounds familiar, a story about uh, an eccentric billionaire who has a big house and he collects people that are like misfits of society. They come and live in his house and he mm. like kind of helps them work through their powers. But the guy yeah. that does it, the chief, not a very nice guy. Yeah, and it, it sounds like, like X-Men. A, it comes like a, well, Professor it X, does. obviously. It becomes like a dysfunctional family. <laughs> uh, funnily enough, uh, published before the X-Men. So the X-Men generally... Has, <laughs> oh, it's published before. That's even yeah. funnier. So the yeah, X-Men right. has always been seen as a bit of a Doom Patrol ripoff. As has the Umbrella Academy, right? Yeah. Because the premise is very similar. So when Jared Way got the respect yeah. from the comic book industry from the Umbrella Academy and they said, you can do anything you want, the first thing he did is start writing the Doom Patrol. So yeah. I find it, find it funny that it's essentially the Doom Patrol in everything but name. And as soon as he could, he's like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck the Umbrella Academy. I'm doing the yeah. Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. Although we we were given some solid advice once, Cambo, from a let's say producer for ease of clarification, uh, and he said everything's already been done. Yeah, don't don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> just do just do what you want to do. Everything everything has already been written and told about. But you just do your own sort of take on whatever, and it's fine. Yeah. And I think that's good. He good said, advice. "If you, he, the producer said, if you stay this long enough, eventually you'll be the longest running Reddit-based podcast." Yeah, he said, "That's the only advice we ever need." He said, "You'll be the original podcast." <laughs> and he said, "All right, yeah, yeah. you just got to get a he bit." He said, "But you'll have to add an extra two thousand yeah, yeah. episodes. You got to get a bit <laughs> tricky with the numbering, and eventually you <laughs> become the original podcast." Uh, okay, uh, so uh, for okay. myself, Nelson. There, there's, I, I've also got two things. Uh, the first one is more of a quick one, which is uh, something I've been delving into in lockdown again recently is the remake of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. It's pretty great. I, it's pretty great. I mentioned it briefly last week. And you know me. I'm not necessarily a video game guy, Nelson. And mm-hmm. uh, this, is, this is how into it I've been. Much to the surprise of Stacy is I've been collecting like stat points and upgrading things in my character to be better at certain things whoa whoa yes yeah crazy have you put in the cheat code yet where it gets you to auto balance when you're grinding though no uh i i I know of it but i i feel like that's going to take the fun out of it it's the one cheat code i will allow in any any video game is the auto balance is the auto balance because it's not like you know you still can't uh, breeze through the game mm. but I feel like it's just annoying to have to balance on that <laughs> I feel like it's a, not a fun mechanic well but um, they're, they're in I, I've I've maxed out my balance in my stats Nelson <laughs> okay yeah uh, through bloody hard yakka work <laughs> yeah um, but yeah uh, for anyone that's on kind of on the fence being like oh, I used to enjoy it is it still good it's great uh, but the other thing is something that someone sent to me which is a website uh, it's called VO Codes. So VO dot C-O-D-E-S. That's the website, VO Codes. And it's an AI. And what the AI does is it, it, it's attempting to learn and synthesize voices of celebrities. So okay. actually, the more that people use it, 
the better this software will become. It's still very janky at the moment, but they've got a list of celebrities that they can, uh, they claim that they can synthesize the voice of. And they've got it in different tiers, ones that they think, yeah, this is pretty good. Okay, not that great, but we're working on it. And the idea is that you type in something and it will synthesize a celebrity voice. So okay. I've got a couple of examples here, Nelson. Okay. Uh, which yep. is, I, I've tried to choose the ones that they think that they're better at. Highest quality voices. Um, yeah. And they're still, they're still a bit janky, but these are the best ones that I could create. Uh, so the first one is um, a comedian called Craig Ferguson. He used to have a talk show in America for many years. Uh, Scottish comedian called Craig Ferguson. This is the synthesized voice that made for him. Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's audible version of Reddit. I am Craig Ferguson replacing Nelson, who has been fired. Joining me as always is my co-host and best friend Michael Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> good. It's good. Well, I... here's the thing. It's like it's so clearly a fake voice. Yeah. But also there's parts where you're like it's impressive that they've got like cadences, but it's not there. Like it, it really makes you think like I understand that yeah, there are things about it you're like, yeah, I can see that there is Craig Ferguson there, but in no way does it sound like Craig Ferguson? This, yeah, this confuses me a lot because <laughs> there are way better versions of this sort of stuff around online. That one is just way too fake. But there, there's ones that like genuinely sound like people. And well, I, I got one here. Uh, this is David Attenborough. You ready? Yeah. Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit. The internet's audible version of Reddit. I am David Attenborough, replacing Nelson, who has been fired. Joining me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Michael Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, here's okay. what I like about it. One, if you've programmed an AI not to be able to pronounce the voice of the person, because <laughs> he couldn't yeah. say Attenborough, which I think is very funny. <laughs> yeah. But also, there, there's bits of it that it's like it becomes so stuffy English that he doesn't say anything. So when he says, yeah. the, the, the phrase is, I am replacing Nelson, who has been fired. Like, that's what they all say. Yeah. And he says, I'm replacing Nelson, who has been fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been fired. Oh, yes. But oh, there's one last good. one that I did, which I think is probably the best sounding one. Again, it's not particularly great. But it's uh, Gilbert Gottfried, who uh, has like one of the more unique voices in Hollywood. Yeah, he's, he does voices in Aladdin and stuff like that. Uh, so this is their version of his voice. Hello and welcome to Read It on Read It, the internet's audible version of Read It. I am Gilbert Gottfried, replacing Nelson, who has been fired. Joining me as always is my co-host and best friend, Michael Campbell Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's, that, I, would, that, I would say, that arguably, sounds the best, I think. Yeah. Uh, what I do find about this technology is uh, words that can be read more than one way, like read or read. Yeah. No good. <laughs> They'll I'm not replaceable yet, Camber, you <laughs> sucker. We'll see until, about that. Eventually until... I can get Homer Simpson to replace you. I feel like that's, ne is that, that's never going to happen, right? No. Like for the title of our episode, we are never going to be able to teach computers that it's Reddit on Reddit <laughs> and not read it on read it. Well, for a lot <laughs> right. of them, because I did learn eventually, I was spelling it R-E-D, red, like the color. 
Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. Uh, anywho, um, yeah, good one. All right. It's, uh, you could have maybe record a funny, um, you know, voicemail message. That would be quite the prank, Nelson. Be so good. Like David Attenborough actually answered your phone. Oh, God, so genius. So genius. Uh, Anywho, let's get into the AMA, which is uh, we're listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. Yes, got one here from Jeremy. says, hello, gentlemen. I'm slowly but surely catching up on these episodes. I just finished the one where you talk about dragons having sex with cars, turnip girls, and vampire genitals. I'd like to let you know that I like to listen to your podcast while I take big shits. Now, here's the thing, Nelson. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I put out the challenge to see if people could make up fake topics of conversation to try and trick us, and I smell a rat. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I I feel like it's... There's some things that we definitely don't remember, (laughs) but all these things are far too way too far fetched <laughs> that I I'm pretty sure we definitely haven't. Yeah. Dragons having sex with cars. But I can't see how that would come up in conversation. <laughs> so we're calling a rat and yeah. we're assuming that we're correct there in which no one has duped us yet. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, he continues. Here's my question. What is your motivation to make new episodes each week? Thank you for keeping me company, your Chicago and super gay correspondent, Jeremy. Uh, he has a PS, but maybe we'll answer the question before we go into the PS. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so what is our motivation for making new episodes each week? Um, it's so that the uh, government can't secretly assassinate me without people knowing. And I think as well, the, the real motivation is we, we have so many more to do because we want to get to 64,420 episodes. So then the episode is 69,420. You said 64. You mean 69,420? Yeah. I'm several okay. drinks in at this point now. So okay. <laughs> the fact that I've made, maintained like some kind of composure is fascinating to me. 69,420. Will we even reach that our last show? I don't think so. If we, we yeah, the game Nelson, game. We're, we're just about to skip two thousand episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I that you can just make up the number. <laughs> you'll know that you'll know that there won't be another episode when the episode title is sixty nine thousand four hundred twenty, yeah. and we've jumped and several thousand episodes. Ahead. <laughs> Spoiler alert: the whole episode is just us going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um. What's their yeah. motivation? Uh, we're cursed. We're cursed to do it. it, it I we think we committed like, a terrible crime and the judge, our penalty was that we have to do this show until we get to 69,420. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't... I genuinely don't know what our motivation <laughs> is. <laughs> is that bad? I don't really know. It's not we've good. All, yeah, we've <laughs> always said the reason why we started it was like a creative outlet sort of thing, which I yeah. guess is sort of the same... Reason for the motivation, well, but not look, real. If I, I can get know. a little bit serious, is in the fact that we, we have been in stage four lockdown for weeks and weeks and weeks now. And I must say that this has actually become quite a nice outlet just to like, I love Stacey, love her to death, but it's such a nice outlet <laughs> just to talk to, to someone, you know, like, yeah, like yeah. 
it, it's it's quite nice to be like, oh, it's good because I can tell you about things I've done in the week. Stacey knows. She's been there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, Just like she's today, seen she, you play Tony Hawk many yeah, a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it is actually legitimately, especially during this time, quite a nice outlet to be like, oh, it, it will be quite nice to go and talk to Nelson because I, I literally can't go and see anyone at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. For what what happens when lockdown ends, Camber? We go to sixty nine four twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> the end of the that's the end of the podcast. Uh there's a PS to this email. It says P I just just a a warning. Um I've not pre read this email and I'm quite a few drinks in, so let's see how well this goes because it's quite lengthy. PS uh, that wasn't if my I actual need question. to take over, I will, Camber. Yeah, that wasn't my actual question. Instead, I'll share a lighthearted story about an obscure shit uh, friend as a kid. I never got the chance to tell anyone about this. When I transferred to another school in the fourth grade, I didn't have many friends. There was one friend, in quotation marks, I got to know, but he turned out to be a shitbag. For example, I brought him snacks with my allowance since, since he didn't have any money. And when I tried to take a snack... He slapped my hand and told me to buy my own. One of the things this dickhead liked to do was mess with people and make up pers- uh, personas on a uh, aim the you know, the uh, messenger the Yahoo Messenger. Uh, one of the imaginary personas he made up was a Muslim terrorist. Oh my god, he himself was Muslim, still fucked up, uh, and was telling me this terrorist was his friend. Naturally, I chatted with this imaginary terrorist because that's sort of cool as a 10-year-old, but I questioned whether or not he was real. I soon started to believe when he sent me pictures of himself with himself and weapons. My dumbass back then didn't think they were just random Google photos. A few more days go by at school. My friend casually told me that he told his terrorist buddy to go to my house and shoot it up for shits and giggles. I think he was mad that I, t- that I told him his explanation of masturbating uh, was wrong or something. I want to know. I'm scared. His, I want to know what his explanation for masturbating <laughs> was. Now you punch yourself in that face a few times before you get started to really get the blood flowing. <laughs> yeah. uh, now I'm scared for me and my family's life and couldn't focus in class because I was thinking about what the uh, what to message this terrorist. When I get home, I log into my messenger, trying to persuade him to stop. He gets pissed off and says he'll be sure to shoot my sister first. Fuck that. Of course, I get sleepless nights to the point where I tell my ex-friend I'm going to tell my parents and the police. He begs me not to and eventually confesses it was a joke. Since I was an anxious kid, I was just relieved to know that it wasn't real and I've never bothered to tell any adult. A few years after high school, this fuckwit messages me on Facebook saying he misses the good times uh, we had as kids and wants to reconnect because he's feeling lonely that his childhood friends don't talk to him anymore. I politely tell him that he's a terrible person and block him. Thanks for listening, gentlemen. Also, fuck you, Asm. Uh, that's dangerously close to Hazim. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I really, I really do. Have we uncovered something here? <laughs> I really do try and emphasize the A there. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you know what's interesting is like, I totally understand where Jeremy is coming from and the like thought process of like, just, you know, believing it's real at that time. And and also having those sort of, you know, friends that you sort of realize are just assholes after a while. You don't realize it at the time, 
but you're like, oh, I'm, I'm like putting a lot more energy into this and, you know, and at the time it just seems kind of normal or whatever, or you shrug it off, they're like, you know, comments and, and whatnot. And uh, yeah, what a fucking dick. But um, yeah, I totally, I totally sort of like get that. I feel like I've had that experience and I understand that. Fucking Jack, Azim, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but not you, Hazim. But not you, Hazim. Okay, <laughs> just Azim. <laughs> uh, okay, I have one here. And this was in our Discord that I just totally forgot about. It was like months and months ago. I just completely forgot about it a bit. Uh, it was by Don't Mind Me Noob Alert. And they said, do you prefer Maccas or KFC? Yes, I can already tell this person's an Australian. Maybe, or they're just trying to appease our Australian colloquialism. Yes, yes, yes. Because you say to someone, let's go to McDonald's, they say, what is McDonald's? And you have to say, oh, sorry, Maccas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate both of them at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not necessarily a fan of either, but if I if I was going to do a takeout, it would be McDonald's. I think, see, the thing is, I would, part of me wants to say Maccas, but... I think the last time, the last like fast food I ate of that ilk was Macca's and I felt sick afterwards. Well, so I want to say KFC by default, but KFC also makes me feel sick. (laughs) Yeah, Here's the thing. I'm going on what makes me feel less sick. And if I get like a a mid range, like medium to small McDonald's meal, I don't feel great, but I also don't feel like death. Whereas I've never finished any KFC meal and not immediately felt like I wanted to kill myself. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I do I do feel sick after KFC as well. <laughs> but like not... I don't think like immediately and not as... I feel sick during KFC meals. Like oh, I, really? I... Sometimes I don't finish them. They're just... There's something... They're so so greasy and heavy. Yeah, there's a lot of oil. Yeah. 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 And I like maybe it just doesn't agree with my stomach. But McDonald's... After I finished it, about 10 minutes later, I start going, there it is. There, yep, there it is. <laughs> but, but KFC, sometimes I struggle to finish the meal because it, it it's happening in real time. I actually remember, um, like, you know, talking, I think I spoke about this with you, which was uh, that idea that uh, when we were younger, I remember my parents being like, oh, you know, McDonald's makes me feel sick or, you know, don't, don't like it. It's gross kind of food. I was like, what, what are you on about? What are you <laughs> like? It's delicious. This is the most <laughs> delicious food in the world. Mm. And now growing up and actually realizing like, I don't know what that changes and when yeah. that happened, but it was just like, my body was like, nope, it's not good anymore. This is yeah. not a good food. Like, like what's the age where like the idea of like a Domino's pizza really makes me sad. Yeah. Like, I really don't want Domino's pizza ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what is the point? And that's not to say I don't like pizza. I do like pizza. But, like, something in your body changes where you're like, I just want a better quality. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Maybe. It's yeah. the worst <laughs> kind of pizza you could possibly get. Yeah. Um, We do have one. Oh, shit. Should, I, should we end the episode? Nah, let's do one more fucking. Okay, we get we have we have one last uh, quick one here. I'll, I'll read this one because um, uh, yeah, I was uh, sort of speaking to Rebella before, but this is this is from Rebella. Uh, she said, "Hey Nelson and co-host." What the fuck? I don't remember how this happened. I don't remember <laughs> the conversation specifically, but 
for some reason, people are not trying to mention that you're here yeah, on the podcast. I, don't, I do not enjoy and it. I, I, I enjoy it a lot. Eventually, you're going to replace me with Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, but the real one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope you two are great. It's Rebella from the Discord, by the way. Thanks for watching my live stream of Fall Guys a few days ago, Nelson. Which, by the way, I've been meaning to play with Rebella, but I just keep like forgetting or we like miss each other at the time. Fall Guys, great game. Anywho, I have two matters at hand. The first is this correspondent business. I want in. However, I am from the same city as you. Is it still possible for me to become the Melbourne correspondent? Well, let, okay, let's quickly speak on this. Nelson, between you yeah. and I, I'm into the mm. idea of not having to cover our city. Oh, my God. If so, we can do less work, I'm super into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The diffusal of responsibility is what I live for. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do as little as possible, but be rewarded for the gains. It's like, so, it's like, it's like that T-shirt you wear. The, the, the uh, whatever you said. What was it? The, the diffusal of responsibility is what I live for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's the T-shirt. Yeah. So I'd say, uh, yeah, you're absolutely the Melbourne correspondent. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. You got it. But um, here's, the, here's also the thing, okay? We don't want to be the correspondents because we don't want to put in the effort. But it's the one city that we do will just by osmosis will know about. So you, yep. your facts better be on point. Okay? Uh, just, just a quick question uh, that I would very much like you to mail in and tell us. Uh, what part of the lockdown are we in? I genuinely don't know anymore. Yeah, yeah. Can can we leave yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yes or no? Don't don't yeah. put no subject line. Just one word in the body. Yes or no? Can we leave yet? The, do you know? I was watching a live update from the premier this morning talking about the lockdown, and it was it annoyed me so much because one of the um, you know uh, reporters had a question that was like. Oh, uh, if we are trending better than what you had expected, uh, will you ease up on the restrictions earlier than you had predicted, right? And he gives this like bullshit. He's like, well, I've always said, depending on the data, you know, we might maybe possibly do this. And just like the way he went about it was such a like politician answer where he didn't give an answer. And then she said, so you're not ruling it out. And he's like, well, as I said, you know, depending on the data and the advice we see. And I was like, this isn't even an incriminating question. You know, sometimes reporters are sneaky and they try to like lock down a politician. But they were just saying like, is this a possibility at all ever? Non-committal at all. And he still gave this bullshit fucking answer. It just annoyed me. I literally, I turned it off like straight away. I turned it on. That scenario, have that question happened. I was like, okay, I'm turning it off now. Like, <laughs> I cannot listen to politicians that just won't give straight answers to like, that. It to me, politicians are just so scared, right? They're really fragile and scared of saying the wrong thing that they never say anything. And it just, it fucking annoys the shit out of me. But anyway, that's another story. Anyway, two, uh, I have been learning German and I have stumbled across some interesting words which can't be translated into English very well. Can you guess what they mean? Treppenwitz and Frumdeschkam. Frumdeschkam. Here's my problem. Yeah. I always want to just say the closest thing to English that I can to all of these words. I think that's fine. That's how you do it. That's, that's how in no way how works. language normally works. No, it does. It does, Kempe. 
So for some reason, Treppenwith. Yeah. Immediately, in my head went. That looks a bit like Tupperware. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, good. I I sort of was thinking it's more along the lines of like it's a thing that happens, you know, and you just like describe. It's like one word that describes that. Uh, that like thing. osmosis, for example. Like maybe you learn something via osmosis. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's, it's like I, a thing that just happens, but there's no real explanation for what it exactly is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's true, yeah. Um, see, I think this, Treppenwitz, is when you trip over somebody in the street. And you go, and, what's? And you say, yeah, you're a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> Treppenwitz. Right, so, so that's you're saying, the act of trepanwitzing, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. You, you've trepanwitzed that yeah, yeah. person <laughs> when one trepanwitzes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sham. Well, obviously. Okay, this like, is where this yeah. is where you t- you pretend to be a friend with somebody. Yeah. Um. The, only for personal gain. Like, let's say you are really rich, Cambo, mm-hmm. but I'm only just pretending to be a friend because I want the money. And then that's I a say, friend to sham. <laughs> and then, and then, eventually, one day, you're like, "Can I have some more money?" And I go, nine. nine, 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 friend and sham." <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "Ah, oh, you've got me." <laughs> this is a friend to sham. <laughs> you are nine wunderbar friend. You are friend and sham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, 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 friend of <laughs> uh, It's nine, if, Nelson. Nine. Yeah, but then you trip them over and you say, "You fuck with." <laughs> you nine uh, speaking the Deutsch. Uh, um. Anyway, thank you for writing in, Rebella. Do not mind me, Nublet and uh, Jeremy. Also, fuck you, Azim. <laughs> uh, if you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R E A D I T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Facebook, Twitter, and our subreddit. They're all R E A D I T podcast. Uh, we'd also appreciate it if you could rate and subscribe the show on yep. whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. If you want to rate the show five stars, but leave the review, fuck you, Azim. We will completely be <laughs> all for fine. it. Because you know what? Fuck you, Azim. <laughs> <laughs> That's A-S-I-M for anyone interested. Not Hazim. Not Hazim. You wouldn't dare. He's that New York correspondent. He's fine. Um, although, he's a super... Uh, ha- wait, Hazim. I, I, I am actually freedom shamming Hazim. <laughs> <laughs> well, just quickly, Hazim. Similar uh, assignment you've got this week. New York, can you go out yet? Yes or no? Let us know. Let Let's us know. In fact, every correspondent. <laughs> yeah, every co- we're subject, correspondent. Subject. Can you go outside? Subject, the location you are the correspondent of, body of the email, yes or no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alrighty, so thanks for listening, and we will read you later.